First off, I'd like to say congratulations. You are in at the beginning of something amazing. I'm about to show you something that's amazing. You guys want to see something amazing? Yes, I want to see something amazing. Yeah. What is it? So amazing. Amazing. Whoa, amazing! What are you waiting for? I don't know. Something amazing, I guess. This week on Something Amazing. Do you like armadillos? If not, I'll tell you why you do. <laughs> do you like roller coasters? If not, I'll tell you some great facts about them and maybe it'll change your mind. Also, earlier this year I promised to take Matt on a friendship journey. Guess yeah. what? It happened. It was a complete surprise to me. And you were right. I never could have guessed what we ended up doing. It was an absolute thrill. Uh, we're going to recount that, plus some more friendship, plus we're going to catch up because Amberly's been away. Hey. All that and more this week on Something, Something Amazing. Good evening, good morning, and welcome to Something, Something amazing. amazing. I'm Amberly Carl. I'm Matt Saracini. These are some voices you may not have heard in a while. <laughs> welcome to our biannual... <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> the last episode that we did do, mm. you were off on your big Edinburgh adventure. And I'm back, baby. And, and I said in the podcast, we'll find out how it went. Yeah. And you're here and you sound happy, so I'm guessing it went well. <laughs> I'm at least alive. Yes. That's no, it plus. went very well. Did, yeah, you did your show, The Three Deaths of Ebony Black. Yeah, took, took my show to the festival for the first time ever. And everyone told me before I went, they were like, it's going to be great. It's going to be awful. So I didn't know what to expect, but uh, I think it was perfect in its highs and in its lows and in its everything. And I had a wonderful time. And how have you been in the last two months? Ran 28Ks. Yeah, that's right. That's huge. I did a race. And like, you're not... Like, uh, like you're a sporty guy, <laughs> but I don't, I'm, I've never, <laughs> in our friendship, it hasn't been like, oh, off for a run now. No, no, this is new. Yeah. And to your point, I think what you were trying to say, but then stopped yourself, <laughs> was that when I started this process, I was certainly on the couch. Like, you were certainly, like, yeah, like, this is a huge achievement. You know, they got couch to 10Ks. This was like couch to 28Ks. But any human doing 28Ks is huge. And it, and it was in hills. That's really ridiculous. Hilly. Yeah. Yeah, like you did a really – someone – Elle had to do it like on sand. Yeah, it was the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. That's for sure. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Wait, but more things have happened in the last two months too. Oh, so I many just want to catch up. Oh, I just – okay, quickly let's say what the podcast is and then oh, I want to say yeah, the okay. best thing that Welcome ever happened. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> so uh, this is a podcast where Hello. me, Matt Saracini, yes. and Amberly Carl. That's me. Uh, we sit down and we tell each other a fact, a story, a tidbit – anything with one rule and it must be something, something amazing. amazing so you can imagine after so many months apart we have many 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 things all then- amazing to tell each other but there's something that i really want to bring up because it was one it of is the, podcast related one of the most amazing things that has ever happened to me in the <laughs> christmas episode so our december episode which was i think two episodes ago <laughs> of the podcast we gave each other a present and the present yeah. that you gave me was i a- said at some point in this year i'm going to take you on an experience and it's going to be something that you never would have expected to find yourself at which as somebody who's trying to guess what the experience is it's hard to guess because you especially Amberly Cull, there's nothing you can really draw a line through. And like you are also a person that will say yes to anything. And also you said it's something that I would never think of myself. So mm. by the fact that I've thought of it made me go, well, that can't be it. But here's the other thing, Matt Saracini. When I said that, I didn't know what I was going to do. I was going to, I was hoping to find it over the year. And I think I found the perfect thing. You found the 
most thrilling, surprising <laughs> thing. You're right. I could not think of it <laughs> myself, not in a million years, but uh, we're not going to get to that okay. yet. because okay. We need some banging facts. We need to do what we are here to do, which is tell each other something, something amazing. amazing. See, the thing about this podcast is we've mentioned before, we are very good friends and oh, this, the best of. this podcast has only helped our friendship because we basically research <laughs> for our friendship. I would say that our friendship is so next level that we probably don't need this podcast anymore. This no, is we've, yeah. just a lap of leisure for us but now. That's a, but that's why I feel like all we want to do right now is catch up <laughs> <laughs> because this podcast is so much about our friendship. This is a gift for everyone else, these facts, and then the friendship is... It's the gooey, buttery centre. Dessert, that's what I was going to say, but same point. Good job, friend. Okay, you too, mate. <laughs> uh, do you want to go first in fact land? Yeah, look, let's just, let's just kick off with some bangers. I've got so many bangers, but yeah. I'll limit them to a sensible amount. Okay. Well, how, how much do you know about the armadillo? Very little. Oh. I, I know that it looks kind of like a hedgehog or an echidna. Yeah. It kind of looks like it's got like armor on it. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's, but no it's tiny. Spikes. When I was in Scotland, I went to uh, the Edinburgh Zoo and I saw an armadillo oh. and it is the funniest armadillo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the funniest creature because it's like you only ever see it in pictures and it kind of like it's got all this armor and it's kind of cute, but kind of weird looking. Yeah. But when it just like toddles out in front of you, it's tiny and it's hilarious. I've certainly never seen one in the wild. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I haven't either, but I've seen one in my eyes. Yes. <laughs> the light refracted back into my eyes yes. and I surely saw one. <laughs> yeah. Your pupils were doing filtering. Yes. And then your retina was taken in that All info. the simulation was working. Yeah. Perfectly. <laughs> well done, Elon Musk. Thanks, Musk. Um, so, did you know that armadillos can cross streams or rivers by inflating their intestines oh, what? to float or by simply holding their breath to walk along the bottom? So, either they blow <laughs> up options. their intestines and go for a little float yep. or they do like Zelda, put on the like steel boots and, and then just clink, walk clink, down the bottom. Because, you know, you do that thing in a, in a pool where you're like, oh, you have to get rid of all of the air in your lungs yeah, if you so want to go sink. down the bottom and yep. be a pickle. And then you sit on the bottom and whisper secrets with whatever little <laughs> breath you have left. Yeah, yeah. And see if you can pick Classic them up. Classic being a kid in a pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you come up underneath your friend's floating thing and nearly drown. Is this a real... No, no, it's just making just it a, up. Uh, <laughs> just what could happen? A fiction. You know, I also saw at the... I mean, I have more armadillo facts, but while I was at the Edinburgh Zoo, <laughs> yeah. I also saw a dick dick. Do you remember when I talked Would about I, dick dicks? Of course I remember the dick dick. Dick dick is the small... It's tiny little impala cute, kind of thing, Yeah, right? it's, like a, it's like the smallest kind of deer, basically, yeah. and it marks its territory with its tears. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hey, as somebody who works at a zoo, yeah. what's it like visiting another zoo? I love it. I mean, uh, sometimes... You you can get sad because you know what a good zoo is and what animals kind of need. Yes. And in some, sometimes you can look at something and be like, oh, that's probably go, not go, ideal. Go to Guam Zoo and you're like, oof. Yeah, or like, no yeah, good. like I've been to zoos in Bali and it's been a bit oh, much. Yes, of course. But in general, it's really exciting because you can see like what the zoo's doing well and you can see the animals you don't have at your zoo and yeah, see like, like the what dick they dick. do and the armadillo. Yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty, pretty fun. I Did generally you tell find anyone? Do you go, um, hey, 
I'm you back in Melbourne, Australia. Well, the th- well, <laughs> <laughs> I was lucky in that I had a friend who worked at me at the zoo here. Yes. And she is now living in Scotland and she worked at that zoo as well. So, ah. she took me around and so I did get a bit of special treatment. Yeah, I was going to say. Which was nice. But I, the, the dig one dig of you. was very cute. Yeah. Very good. And the other reason it's called a dig dig, I don't know if you remember, is that that's kind of the noise it makes when it's running through the field. Like dig, 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 dig. dig. Um, so it was too cute. I wonder if we have to put like explicit on this podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's educational. Yeah. They also have a penguin parade there. Wow. And so they have a bunch, way more penguins than we have, heaps of penguins. And then just at like, one point through the day, they'll get like 20 staff members and be like, any penguins that want to come out for a while, you can. They know it's on. And the staff members sort of just walk around it as like a crew to make sure nobody touches them and just like sprays them with water. Oh, so they go on parade. And then they go on parade. Penguin parade. A literal penguin parade. What, so, why did you bring up the armadillo fact? Because you saw one. No, I just found an armadillo fact. <laughs> then but then I just started talking about animals. <laughs> and if I don't stop you, you'll go I'll all day. I'll keep going. Yeah, right. Well, I can tell you that fact, the floating or submerged armadillo is something, something amazing. amazing. Thank you very much. I don't want to interrupt you if you do want to go on about any animals Well, I just know that you have some banging I've facts. i banger facts. If you, you knew that any time in this podcast, if you let me just go on about animals, <laughs> it would be a rot. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, this fact is... The, the best thing about this fact is there, uh, there is video footage of it. So, what I'm about to say sounds completely unbelievable. Okay. But there is a video of it. It takes merely a Google search and you'll find the answer. Yeah, I mean, I'll put it in the description of this podcast so you can watch it for yourself. But this is the headline. Is a Timaru... Um, I don't know where that is in the world, but the roller coaster that this story Timbuktu. involves. No, Timaru, T-I-M-A-R-U. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, th- this man is from there. Um, well, the roller coaster is in Spain. I don't know if that means Timaru is in Spain. Okay. Or whether just he is I on holiday. I see you have not done your research. Very good. <laughs> I don't know if he's on holiday. He's gone on a vacation to this cool roller so coaster park. So there's a park. Spanish man in Timaru. Uh, or no, the opposite. The no. Timaru man is in Spain. Now, okay. I don't know if he's always in Spain. Okay. Because that's where Timaru that's where is. Timaru is. This, uh, this, a mere Google search <laughs> yeah. would solve this. I yet. don't have time. Because no time. the story is too good. Okay. So Timaru man's miracle catch... As he grabs a stranger's dropped phone mm. whilst riding 134 kilometers an hour in a roller coaster in Spain. Wow. So. What a hero. This is some lightning fast reactions, right? Yeah. If you hear a story this that is, says. This is not something he's done on purpose. It's something that's happened to him and he's realized, if, right? If I told you there was a story. No, it's not him. It's a stranger. Someone else's phone. Oh. So if I told you a phone got dropped on a roller coaster that's like, going. Bye bye. 134 kilometers an hour. You'd say, I know how that story ends. Yeah. But this story ends differently. He was captured on camera snatching a mobile phone out of the air whilst ro- riding a roller coaster in Spain last month. Because there's so much going through your mind when you're on a roller coaster already. Do you like roller coasters? I love roller coasters. Yeah. I've told you this. It's because I get motion sick, but like I love thrill. <laughs> so like roller coasters like the, conundrum. The, the like the most I can handle. Yeah. Uh, but I love a thrill. What's the best roller coaster you've ever been on? Oh, great question. I think it was one in Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, Space Mountain? I think... The one in the dark? I did love Space Mountain, but I think there was one with a Yeti that I really enjoyed. Not the one with the log 
ride down the end and you like splash down. That's Splash Mountain. Yes. Spl- That's hardly a roller coaster. Oh, okay. No, and there was one where like you were, it was a new one where you were in like the uh, the Snow White with the Seven Dwarfs one. That uh, was pretty fun. Are you sure it's not It's a Small World? It wasn't It's a Small very World. Very tame, right? Oh, I love It's oh, a Small I was World. Thrilled. Oh, boy. I got motion sickness though. <laughs> no, I love it. Get me on a roller coaster. Do you know what roller coaster I love? Which is it in Adventure World? It is in Adventure World. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but the it one, is. No, we've, I think we've spoken abyss. about it. The, the abyss. abyss. The yeah, abyss. and you'd have that real sharp drop. Do you know something me and Matt did recently? We have a friend who has a very large TV, and we recently uh, just watched people on roller coasters from like a point of view kind oh, of the thing. the roller coaster. And it felt like you were on the roller coaster. We were going like, oh. Yeah. He has a great TV and sound system, which I think, Help. I don't think you can just watch it on your laptop and it'd be okay, but it was a wild ride. It was so wild. <laughs> also, isn't this a stunning insight into our off-air friendship as well? Like, we go to our friend's house with a big TV, we watch, we watch roller, coaster roller coaster rides, <laughs> and also, I remember when we were putting up the videos, we would veto videos that weren't strictly in the front row. Yeah, no, no, no back row bandits, thank you very much. I want a real roller coaster ride. Have I told you my roller coaster, like the scariest moment of my mum? life no when she thought I was gonna I was gonna die on a roller coaster because he slipped out yeah have I told you this This rings a bell but I don't know if it's been recorded or not I'll tell you the story see if it rings more bells okay uh it was Wonderland in Sydney yep and I wore very high heels because back then I don't know I was tall and I also wore high heels How old were you? I loved attention I think I was like nine maybe that seems very young for high they heels were, they were like comfy they were like platformy 90s style but they were yeah. very tall so I remember being at Wonderland with my friends and I was too tall to go on the ride that all my friends went on and I think I had a little bit of a tear in my eye mum was like you know what let's go on this adults only roller coaster um, I only just made it with the high heels on and yeah. I was like I was a bean pole I had like <laughs> no girth to me yeah and so we got on this ride and it kept going upside down and mum like could see me falling Ooh, out of the chair. What a nightmare as a mother. And she, yeah, she had to keep putting her hands on me to stop me and it like kept going upside down, kept stopping upside down and she was having the worst time. Finally, the roller coaster finishes and she like takes a breath of air. Roller coaster starts up, does the whole thing backwards. Oh no, really? Yeah. So it's a you go once forward and then once, once in reverse. Yeah, oh, she had that a terrible like a great time. Roller coaster. I mean, I remember it being quite scary as well <laughs> because you were <laughs> far falling to your death. I don't think I was as I don't think I re- realized the magnitude of it, but was a bit like, whoa, you really can fall out of this roller coaster. <laughs> I've never been on an adult's roller coaster before, and they are dangerous. <laughs> I actually had a fact about a roller coaster too. So hey, I, hang, can I finish? This story real quick. That's really fair. I've really derailed <laughs> this. So Samuel Kempf is the name of the hero. The Spanish man. So he saw the person a few rows ahead drop their iPhone X. And he goes, long story short, I caught it. The <laughs> roller coaster is moving at over 130 kilometers an hour. And it's one of Europe's tallest and fastest coasters. Like he's just bragging about it. Yeah. Also, I wouldn't expect that roller coasters went at 130 kilometers an hour. That's huge. So, Mr. Kemp said he returned the phone to its owner once the ride was over. Go, Can you like imagine that? Like 10 bucks or something. That owner would be like, that phone's gone forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the way in the video this guy celebrates the catch is like he has caught the winning Ashes ball or something like that. Just show me. And he goes, 
He was super surprised and happy at the same time. He gave me a big hug and said he was going to buy the on-ride video for me. <laughs> of course. Do you know which person it is? Yeah, the guy on the right. Watch okay. the guy on the right. So th- you're in proper roller coaster territory. And he's here. front seat too. He is like over the edge now. No, he's a few rows back because he oh, caught the phone. Oh, okay, it's just on him. Wait for it. Wait for it. <gasps> he saw it. Yeah, he saw it out of <laughs> the corner of his eyes. <gasps> oh my god, a There's phone! Something, yeah. And then he catches it out of the air, and then he's holding it up, celebrating like he's caught a ball wow. in cricket. Yeah, when you're on a roller coaster, the only thing you're thinking about is I'm on a roller coaster. Imagine if he was celebrating so much and then he just like threw it off <laughs> threw it off yes oh no <laughs> oh well it was bound to happen anyway anyway that's my story and it wasn't it something, something amazing, amazing. quickly to add on that yeah roller there coaster. is um, an amusement park on a mountaintop in Kazakhstan and it has a roller coaster going down the mountainside. It has statue a statue of the Beatles and has one of the highest TV towers in the world. Can we go visit it? Uh, uh, if we go to Kazakhstan. Let's go. Uh, right. I've never been. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> that would be pretty fun going around the world to go to like the best roller coasters. I was reading this article today. This guy in New South Wales has started a, a, a place that he named after himself called Granty's Maze. Which is just losing money at a rate of knots. Wow. It took this man 30 years to build his huge theme park and it doesn't make a cent. This man had a dream. Inspired by Disneyland. Inspired by Disneyland. <laughs> John Grant spends every single spare penny he has on the park, but is having difficulty attracting clientele. He's been stymied by a long-running dispute with the council, which says there are not enough cast faces at the park. His wife calls the park his mistress and, is, and she works in the kiosk of the park. Of course she does. Well, this is a nightmare park that I really want to go I to. I want to go. Apparently it has an animatronic centipede. Ooh, what a thing to be animatronic. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I want it to be successful though. Other rides, a ride on robot elephant, plastic dinosaurs, large and small real life farm animals, ooh, 360 degree swings, and even a wedding garden for any nuptial needs. So some people choose Disneyland for like the magic and the castle yes. and the fireworks or you can have plastic dinosaurs and a petting zoo yeah, at Granty's Land. A poorly attended amusement park. I mean, at least you know venue. you wouldn't have to wait in any lines. <laughs> but you might not get a parking spot. I really want to go. Where I is really it? I really want to go in New South Wales. Let's do it. Granty's. Let's go on a world adventure trip just going to all the worst Amusement parks. I would love this. And also, the guy with the big TV that we mentioned before loves abandoned theme parks. Beautiful. Like, that's oh, his favourite. I went to the most amazing abandoned theme park in Bali. It's like the one of the biggest theme parks ever made and it just went completely bankrupt straight away and now nature has taken over so it's like full of graffiti and nature yeah. there's like a spot where the crocodile pit uh, was meant to be but there's still crocodiles in it no oh. but this like that was one of the like things that this amusement park was going to have was a crocodile pit they had this huge like creepy theater that like it's just completely abandoned it is an incredible place to go I, I, did you see my photos when no, i went there no 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 i'll have to show them to you there you, you've been inside it yeah so there's did a you guy have to break into it well there's a guy there who makes you pay he's like he clearly doesn't own the thing he yeah. just that's what he does he just stands there and asks tourists for like i think you only pay like two dollars or something to go in but 
yeah, it's, it, he's just there. Um, so it's like $2 or something and then you just go explore this place. And what I love most about it is that nature has taken it back. Yeah, it's mine now. And it's so creepy. Bitch. Like some rooms you walk into and there's like all these tiny animals, like tiny bats or something. Yeah. All this like graffiti art that's quite beautiful. It's insane that and sounds, it's huge. That sounds like guy with a big TV's dream holiday destination. Yeah. <laughs> Guy with a big TV. Guy with a big TV, as he's known on this podcast. <laughs> it's probably just as cheap to go to Bali to go to that one as it is to go to Granty's Land. Well, because apparently, let's go to both in Perth, where we're from, Atlantis. Do you know about Atlantis? Oh yeah, 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 yes, yeah. So there was this rich entrepreneur in WA who was of the view that he could turn WA into a hot tourist destination. Like into the new Queensland where they have like movie world Absolutely. and etc. Sea world. People are going to come not to Western Australia, but about an hour like on a Yan bus chip, yeah. after that. And he spent so much money on a place called Atlantis. You can see uh, all the live shows that Atlantis put on on YouTube. It's Bonkers! If you just it's like this it. tiny pool that has all these dolphins in it. All the like staff are dressed in these like elaborate costumes. Yeah, like ancient Roman or Greek yeah. kind of mythology. And it's the so dolphin bizarre. show was really good, but the dolphins looked really sad. They're in a like a, a backyard pool. A buccaneer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're in a buccaneer pool. And thank goodness that there is some footage of it that exists. The weirdest part about it, and again, this is on the YouTube video, is outside the park. There's these. Imagine like Mount Rushmore mm, of of Triton. Yeah, but there was you know there's there's definitely Triton there, but there's also like all these celebrities of the time rendered in concrete. That's right. Their big giant heads, Mount Rushmore style, on a walk in a garden. It was it's truly bizarre, and suffice to say, it did it's not last very long. It's truly nineties as well. Lost like millions. it's just a little. This is the nineties. Yes. In a nutshell, and you can, you know what? I'll just put the link to that. So, Roller Coaster Cat <laughs> and Atlantis in Western Australia as a theme park are two videos. There's a lot of like content you can get from this podcast. You've so also got hot. just POV roller coaster. Yeah, kids. front row only. Yeah. Front row only. Um, okay, it's time to get to the big Oh, yes, surprise. yes, yes. Sorry. Yes. We mentioned earlier that for, you said for my birthday, you're going to give me an experience. It was for Christmas, but then your birthday also happened, so I thought I'd put them together. And you said there is no way that you were going. To guess this And I want to talk about The day from my point of view Great And you colour it With whatever sure. information you want I was thrilled Because I had no idea What I was doing Like literally no idea I kept coming up With a theory And I was I guess because I've thought of it Then it's not something I would never think of mm. So is it too obvious And because it's Amberly There wasn't even A process of elimination That I could do I couldn't be like Well Amberly would never do that Because there's literally Nothing that you would never do Right. Well, I wouldn't take you to, like, a slaughter farm. I guess, yes. Harming animals, I mm. could rule out. Okay. <laughs> uh, but everything else was on the table. Yeah, we're both very much yes people. We'll both give, like, anything a go in oh, general. Certainly. Yeah. So, we jump in an Uber pool together. Yep. And... Well, I've given you some clues leading up to this point as well. Like, you had, watch two, a, you had two picnic blankets. Yep. I told you to wear comfortable clothes. Yes. In fact, I would say I was not in comfortable enough clothes yep, for what we enough. ended up doing. And, a, and a, a pen and paper. Pen and paper. Then that was bizarre because I thought that was a red herring. Right. I was like, where do you need to write stuff down? Mm-hmm. Whilst, so I here's stuff that I thought of, but I ruled all of it out because it was too obvious. Okay. I was like, it's a cooking class. Mm. Amberly knows I can't cook. <laughs> she will take me on a cooking class. You'd expect yourself to find yourself there at one point, I imagine. I thought a bizarre new sport mm. like curling. 
<laughs> or judo, like mm. yeah, here we go, your first lesson. Yeah, and I'll be like, ha ha, very funny. Okay, let's do sporto. Okay, then the next bit of information drops. So we're like, it's in Parkville. Yep, which is you know just a leafy green suburb in Melbourne. If you're not familiar, and we're in an Uber pool, so there's someone else in the car, I assume, trying to guess along with us because <laughs> I'm guessing out loud and you're not giving me anything. Mm. But then we pull up at an apartment block. Yeah, what a thrill. A lot of things got ruled out. Circus class, oh, we're going to do a dance lesson. I'm like, okay, what is this? Mm. But then I was like, what could it be in an apartment? So I thought something massage mm. Like I've gone to an apartment to get massage before. That sounds so bad. <laughs> I just realised. My friend was studying to be a masseuse. Yep, yep. So that's she practised out of her apartment is what I mean when I say that. Yeah, totally legit. <laughs> um and then, but then, maybe but then re- you would also re- find yourself at a at a masseuse as you already have. Is Amberly pulling a prank on me? Yes. Are we gonna go into a room and there's gonna be people with masks and it's a bit eyes wide shut? Which I would never do. I but would go. I don't know. I would go very far for a joke, but I wouldn't make you go in such an, uh, a situation. I I know you'd be so uncomfortable in. <laughs> you don't know. I could be cool with it. I'd be so uncomfortable. <laughs> I would, but I wanted it to be an enjoyable experience. Yeah, but also I didn't know how much of this was a joke. That yeah, was the other thing. That's fair. So we walk in and. The door opens. Wait, I've also told you that it has to be on this date. Yeah. That was the other clue. Yeah, so it was like late September. Yeah. Really late September. So I was like, I don't know, is it a surprise party for me? <laughs> Which, again, is nuts. We walk into a room and the other bit of information is the lady who greeted us does not know that I don't know. Yeah. And also, I thought I'd have to give it away, like when when I knocked on when I did the buzzer. But no, it, I never had to give it away. That everyone she was did. like, "Yes, come on up, come on I in. trust you." Yep. So we walk into this room, and the first thing I see is yoga mats on the floor, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, "Okay, yoga exercise, something like that." And then on in the other part of the room is two of the biggest gongs I've ever seen in my <laughs> life, and I've seen Hans Zimmer. Yeah, live. well, yeah, there were some big gongs. There were big gongs. And, and two of them as well. And a, like an arrangement of little bowls. Mm. and Singing l- bowls. Lots of different things to hit them with. Yes. Again, the lady doesn't know that I don't know. So she's like, welcome, kick off your shoes. Thank you, so good to be here. <laughs> Been looking forward to whatever this, this is. is. And, and I resolved in that moment that it, whatever it was, I was going to throw myself into it 100%. Yeah. Because you only get one life and the only thing you can do is say yes to experiences. Otherwise, you're denying yourself the full joy of life. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, Amberly Cole, do you want to explain to everybody what your surprise was? Uh, me and Matt went to a Libra New Moon Sacred Cacao Ceremony and Healing Sound Bath and Meditation. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> me, who's, let me assure you, only ever been in an apartment like that for a massage, was all of a sudden participating in a Libra New Moon intention setting ceremony with a sound bath meditation. And a cacao ceremony as well. Yes. Ceremonial cacao is a huge part of what now, we were Now, I'm doing. a big hippie. I love hippie the moon. Dippy. But even I hadn't experienced anything like this before. So I didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into. Mm. I knew you'd throw yourself in. It I was, knew that. I did it with a smile. Let's say that. <laughs> And you know what? I'm just going to start by saying it was good. I had a good time. I left very relaxed. (laughs) I uh, had to eat a lot of nuts to ground myself Mm. because she wouldn't let anyone leave. The other thing that I didn't expect, I thought it was going to be a huge group thing. There was only (laughs) four of us. Very intimate. (laughs) Very intimate. 
very <laughs> intimate. Very it was intimate. a small apartment. Yeah. Um, and when our lovely guide couldn't remember the word rug, I started to worry <laughs> what a, what a cacao ceremony was. Like, was it some kind of ayahuascan drug trip where I was going to be vomiting in the toilet in a few minutes' time? But no. But you would have had, like, a conversation with God. Yeah. <laughs> It was delicious cacao. No, it was really yummy. It was, it was yum cacao, like the chocolate, but not. What we had to do is we, we sat down, we drank our cacao. Delicious. We scented ourselves, and then we had to write down our intentions. Mm. So uh, I want to share with you my intentions that I wrote down. Oh. And don't forget, I was like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. So these right. are my intentions for Libra. Libra New Moon. So is it just for the month or what is it? Uh, yeah, so... Th- what am I attending here? Yeah, so... Oh, no, not for the month. The new moon is, like, uh, until the full moon, I guess. Yeah. Well, I guess it's mostly, like, the new moon is the time that you set intentions and then... You live out You live intentions. out that. And the, the other thing was you had to write these intentions like they had it happened and happened, you were yeah. successful, not that they... Yeah. Not yeah. I want this to happen is I am... Yes. This. Yeah. So, this is what I wrote. Great. I am happy. I am now relaxed. Hmm. I am making the spaces of others better. Nice. I am clear and to the point. What does that say? (laughs) It's not clear or to the point. I am putting myself second because that makes me feel great. Oh, nice. They were my intentions. They're great. And then... Sound bath starts. Mm. And have you ever had a sound bath before? No, never. God, no. <laughs> God, no. And it's wacky. Like, yeah. it's wacky in that it actually, when you're sitting there lying on the ground and listening to these gongs and these bells, they do interact with each other in the most bizarre of ways. Mm. So, you start to... <laughs> I can't believe the sentence I'm about to say, but I'll just say it. You start to appreciate sound in a new way. Yeah. Well, I mean, and also it goes for an hour. So, like, your mind has to, like, hold on to things. It can't just, like, go off and thought for so long. So, you, you, you start really listening to the sound as well and feeling the sound. I did, I did, so I have done sound healing before and they explained it in that, like, your body is made of mostly water and... Mm-hmm. This is not woo-woo. Mm, the, the, it is. The, but the, the, the sound vibrates it. So it does move things throughout you. And so you are feeling that, whether it's like if you're believing it to be like moving your shark, like balancing your chakras, or you believe it just to be like, you know, clearing out some space. I found it relaxing. That's what yeah, I found. Yeah, it is it's very like, relaxing. It's because it, from a mental point of view, you can't think about anything for too long because there's a lot of sound happening around you. Yeah, you can keep coming back to that. Yeah, and it was very relaxing and meditative. Yeah. And that was like one of my realisations that I spent a lot of time thinking about the future and I need to spend more time thinking about the present. Yeah, nice. And exercising my memory of the past because I don't want to lose my memory. Ooh. Have you seen the Vox Memory episode? No. Vox Explained? Oh, it's so great. They talk about memory and this is interesting you mention that because they talk about how when we think of the future and we think of the past, that we think of them in the same same thing. So when you like start daydreaming, you'll always sort of like go in between future and past. Ooh. And the reason is is because we need that to like that's how we learn. So we've like if we're doing something new, we can use things from the past so that we can stay safe, for example. Like every time we drive a car, we remember the last time we drove a car that kind of thing. So when we when we when we just get lost in thought, we are always switching between thoughts of the future and thoughts of the past. I love that. Yeah. Well, anyway, your gift was something Being amazing. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out of time. Whoa! What so, a journey. What a journey. What a friendship. friendship. <laughs>
<laughs> journey we went on. It's like a sound bath of friendship. Hey, Matt Saracini. Yes. What do you recommend? Look, I recommend taking a sound bath. Mm. Just try it out. Like, you'll find some weird apartment somewhere in Parkville that's a, doing it to four people. My, my family, who were very sceptical, they had a sound bath once, and they all just, like, the mere relaxation of it, they love it. I felt sorry for the neighbours. It's a lot of atonal gonging going on. And that was a thought that I did have, and then I let it go. Ah, beautiful. That was a stay in the present. Yeah, what do you recommend? I recommend uh, watching a fine video, some hot content, perhaps of a roller coaster, or of uh, this man catching a phone, or of, what was the third one? Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah. I recommend telling your friends about this podcast because now that we're both back in the same city. Yeah, baby, get ready. Same country. You're going to get sick of us. Yeah, we love doing this. We might even be having a special guest sometime soon. Oh, yeah. Something very, very exciting. The story that this special guest has. I have so many questions. (laughs) So many questions. If you want to email us, send us an email. Hello, something amazing at gmail.com. That's it. That's it. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) 